0: everyone, and welcome to Monster Hour. I am Quinn, your Keeper of Monster
1: and Mysteries. With me today are Tio.
2: Hi, I'm Tio, and I play Constance, the expert.
1: Kyle. I'm Kyle, I play Alvin, the monstrous. And Hannah.
3: Hi, I'm Hannah, and I play JR, the crooked.
1: Last
0: time, JR and Constance grappled with precocious six-year-old Gavin as his candy spree continued, <laughs> saving a crowd of people from a runaway Ferris wheel. Alvin, meanwhile, caught up with Fred at the Rosé Garden, and learned that Eve had been uncharacteristically MIA from her responsibilities running the festival. After regrouping, the three of you were able to find Gavin and fix his candy hands using JR's key, and in doing so, revealed an all-too-familiar red circle on his palm. Before we jump back in, Alvin and Constance,
1: both of you leveled up last session. Yeah. Do you know what advancement you're going to take? Yes, I do.
2: Indeed.
1: Alvin is doubling down on what he's good at, and he's picking up the last monstrous move that he is able to, and he's getting claws of the beast, which means all my natural attacks get plus one harm.
0: Ooh, all right. look out. Is this manifesting in a particular way? Are your claws like more retractable and tough? Are your teeth getting bigger, or is it just I think, are you learning how to use them better?
1: Yeah, I think they are just getting bigger. I think over time it's grown in size whether that's a conscious effort on his part or not i'm not sure if he really knows because he's been controlling it fairly well wolfing out more often than ever before and so i think it's just manifesting in his his claws grow bigger his teeth are sharper
0: i like that it's just sort of building
1: yeah every time he does it it's a little easier to get into wolf form and a little harder to get out constance what about you
2: I'm doing the exact opposite. I am trying to dip my toe into something that I don't have any skill set with currently. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that is attempting to not get so hurt all the darn time. So (laughs) I'm going to be taking the it wasn't as bad as it looked move, uh, which basically, once a mystery, I can keep going despite my injuries if I roll plus cool and succeed on that. There is a caveat that if I miss... Things are worse than they looked, and you get to have fun with that. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna hope that I have good luck, but this is really like a hail mary move, you know. When in need, <laughs> proceed.
0: I like it. Yeah, you all don't have a lot of healing, so this will probably come in handy. Stem One the flow.
2: Would hope. Yeah.
0: <laughs> now, do you envision this as Constance just sort of becoming tougher as she's encountered more monsters and more supernatural things, or is this a uh, a piece of sort of equipment or or gadget that you have wormed away in your Instagram backpack?
2: Definitely not any kind of uh, strength growing in Constance. I I think she hasn't really worked on like her own strength building as like a human (laughs) yet. No, this is definitely an item she has purchased and that is in the Instagram backpack. I would say that it's probably some sort of herbal patch that you like paste on. (laughs) Jury's out on whether it works, but it has a placebo effect. So you know what? Good enough.
0: (laughs) Could also be a medley of items that you have, like a self care box that gets delivered to you once a week. Ooh, Mm. yes.
2: Yeah, that's what she's doing for herself as like a thing, you know, to try to keep calm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Excellent. So we are going to jump in outside of the medical tent where a grateful Vincent and Jonah have just arrived to pick up their son. Vincent recognizing JR rushes up. Jonah's not far behind. Thank you so much for finding him. We were so worried. If there's anything we can do to repay you, just please
1: let us know. Just doing good deeds.
3: Actually oh, fine. Yeah, no, we're just we're just
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yep, just good deeds. I mean sorry. I I
3: mean
1: Good uh, deeds uh, only I I apologize. Who are you? Who are these people? I'm going for (laughs) corndogs.
3: These are these are Gavin's parents. Oh, Hello. Yeah.
1: Gavin, you can't run away like that. And
0: Gavin's just kind of like looking down at his at his feet and doing like the kid thing where they like look away and pretend not to look you in the eye.
3: <laughs> is the red ring that was on his hand did that just appear and disappear or is it that there permanently?
0: It definitely turned like a very bright red when you cast the spell on it, but since then it has receded. It's now just a faint outline, but it is still present.
3: Okay. I would like to, before Gavin returns to the loving arms of his parents, <laughs> just duck down really quickly and go, Gavin, where were you when you saw the man who gave you the candy hands?
0: I was leaving the play area with, with my daddies, and I wanted more candy, but they wouldn't get it to me. And then the man came up and he said, See, I could have as much candy as I wanted.
3: And what exactly did he say about me?
0: Oh yeah, I picture you. That's creepy.
3: That's very creepy.
0: You said uh, I have as much candy as I want as if I told you about the fire.
3: Okay, hmm. thanks,
0: Gavin. Yeah, of course. Thanks for finding my daddies. Mm-hmm. I'll see you again soon, Fire Lady.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Bye, Gavin.
1: Cool nickname.
2: Wait,
3: fire we're
1: not lady. gonna we're not
2: gonna say anything to these parents. What the fuck would we tell them? Your child had
3: magic candy hands. He turned my hand into candy, and then he turned a Ferris wheel into candy, and then he turned a coat into candy, and then he nearly turned us into candy. But now he's fine. He's fine. No candy hands. How exactly do you envision this conversation going down? I'm just like, let's game this out here. So your oh, son I meant- had candy hands, and now he does it. I'm sorry. What the
2: fuck? I was thinking more along the lines of lying, just like handing a card with our phone number and saying he seemed like he had been eating some stuff off the ground or or something like that so um you know we we actually have a nurse friend so if he is showing any symptoms of you know having picked anything up please give us a ring
1: that's wild though also like hey <laughs> if your kid so is sick don't bad. go to the doctor People, we've I'm got a nurse say, friend
2: it's your
3: definitely better is, than the
2: truth you send
3: me get private stuff treatment
0: for my the nurse ground.
2: friend Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Look, I'm not the one whose kid apparently wasn't taught enough about stranger danger. Oh, you're showing me a picture of this adult that I should go up and say this thing about the fire to? Sounds great.
3: (laughs) I love how this has turned into an indictment of Gavin's parents. (laughs) I don't think there's anything else we can tell unless you guys want to tell him about his magic
2: candy hands. That was never on the table. Let's be clear. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay.
0: Uh,
2: yeah. Um, you're
3: welcome. Have a sirs. good day.
0: Let's go, you little troublemaker. Thank you again. Uh, and the two of them leave, Gavin in tow. And he turns <laughs> and gives like a really excited wave goodbye to you all and then turns and starts walking away. <laughs> I wave enthusiastically back. Oh, my
2: gosh. <laughs> No. Uh,
0: As he's turning, Gavin
1: grins really widely. See you, little buddy. Goodbye,
0: beardy man.
1: I got high hopes for that kid. Oh, I got
0: a cool name too.
2: (laughs) my God. Yeah. Constance just like shakes her head in her hands.
0: (sighs) I love that it is now canon that Constance just cannot do kids at all. (laughs) Nope.
2: Nope. It's just not does
0: not like them, doesn't know how to deal with them. Yeah,
2: yeah. I I don't think it's even that she doesn't like them. She doesn't understand them and therefore doesn't know how to respond to them.
0: Fair, fair. Yeah. Yes, Mm -hmm. very
2: fair. They're a mystery.
0: So the sun is hanging low in the sky as you meet back up with Leon and Sarah. And you notice that they have been joined by two familiar faces. Laying languidly on a grassy hillside is Dorian, Mm. and sipping rosé while studying a map of the festival is Kristen.
1: Sorry, something in my throat. (laughs)
0: throat) And the group greets you as you walk over. Leon steps up and says, how'd it go? Did they have any questions?
2: No, they were pretty much just excited to have their child back for some reason, so. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It was a nice break, I'm sure. (laughs) Hmm. Okay. So, he's cured? Everything went okay? I mean, as far as I can tell. Did you learn anything? Also, yes. Remember the tall man? Sarah? That guy that you talked to? She grimaces and nods. Yeah, he's pulling more strings. We have reason to believe he's behind all this malarkey. What reason? The circle? Remember that was on my hand? Mm-hmm. Kids got it.
2: After talking to this dude. Uh
0: and kristen puts down the map and says sorry who's the tall
1: man uh Ooh. gumby man he's tall okay so he's a tall okay t- he's tall the name gave that uh, away mm-hmm. he's got he's like the devil
2: he's the big bad
1: he's got real stretchy arms we're not doing a great job of describing him. He's tall. <laughs> he's got stretchy arms. He makes deals. And he's very sinister about the whole thing. He's, he's got a whole vibe that's just no good.
2: Again, have you seen any Buffy? He's definitely the big bad. Moriarty, I'm I'm throwing a bunch of references at you, hoping one of them sticks.
0: Kristen looks at you, Constance, and says, sorry, who are you? <laughs> oh, right.
2: <laughs> oh, yes.
1: Oh, uh, Constance, uh, computer lady, co- computer lady Kristen Kristen Constance That's not, okay. Constance Nice to meet you. He calls Home me Art Girl Do you not girl, remember
3: so like the amazing it. wonderful adventure that we went on with with Kristen?
1: I remember the whole adventure and the context of where we were which was a computer lab where we met.
0: Yeah, I decided Kristen. to follow up on getting in touch <laughs> with Leon. Yeah, kind you know, of. just on the off chance that that weird malfunction in the lab is actually a digital demon spider?
2: Oh, it was. It, was. it definitely it was. was. Okay. Yeah.
0: I've got and a so lot of And so now we're stars. dealing with the devil's henchman or something?
2: I think just some sort of like magical bad dude. There's a lot of gray area here between like hmm. the devil. I mean, either way, not good. Definitely not good, not to be trusted, and 100% dangerous.
0: I'm not convinced this isn't a really elaborate LARP, but you know, y'all are pretty interesting, so I'm down to see where it goes
2: cool cool you know what whatever gets you to stick around and help out I'm good with it just um you know fully commit to the bit so if someone like throws a fireball at you you duck because it's well, probably yeah. real okay great I would like to
3: note that JR is looking conspicuously elsewhere during extended discussions of what the tall man looks like
0: hmm
3: like uh oh, yes like over there that's <laughs>
0: JR, you very carefully make your way inside the Exhibition's pavilion of the Getty Art Museum. It is dark and absolutely silent as you make your way through the first floor. There don't appear to be any guards, and although you have lost contact with your team, you know part of Spectre's job was to disable the CCTV cameras and run them on a loop. You see several of them nearby, but if all is going according to plan, you should be in the clear. Okay. The first floor is entirely populated by a collection of antique earthenware from around the globe. After a short period of time moving through this space, you spot a stairwell, and you head upstairs. On the second floor, there are a number of exhibits, but it doesn't take you long to spot what you're looking for. On the far side of the gallery, in a simple but elegantly staged exhibition, is a painting.
3: How big is this painting? What's this painting of? How does this painting make you feel?
0: The sublime intemperance would definitely be considered an abstract piece. The brushstrokes are bold and broad, the colors vibrant and visceral. Bloody vermilion, wine-soaked burgundy, pearlescent ecru fathomless ultramarine, the red-orange glow of an uncontrolled blaze. You're struck immediately by the sense of unbridled hedonism the piece invokes.
3: I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> this is- uh, Very JR. Yeah. Yeah, JR, like in my heart, I'm like, this is a kick-ass painting. It's a <laughs> pretty fucking cool painting. Um, How big is it?
0: About three feet tall and two feet wide.
3: Okay. So it's a decent sized painting. Okay. I would like to look around and make sure that there's not any additional security protections around the painting. Anything like that?
0: I think it's going to be another read a bad situation.
3: Eleven.
0: On a 10 plus, hold three.
3: First, I would like to know, are there any dangers that I have not noticed?
0: Yes. The sublime intemperance is on a pressure sensor. Okay. And you know that lifting this thing off will trigger a pressure alarm.
3: Okay. The second thing that I would like to know is what is the best way out for me?
0: The best way out is to follow the plan that you and the team created. Okay.
3: What's the biggest threat?
0: I think the biggest threat right now is that pressure sensor. Okay. Because thus far you have evaded notice. And if you can get out of the building with this painting, even if you are noticed, you probably have a decent chance of escaping.
3: Okay. Is there anything else on the second floor that's just kind of laying around? Like, I don't know, a, a decorative plant? that I might be able to do knockoff Indiana Jones pressure (laughs) sensor. Also, maybe like eyeing this painting and trying to find something that I think is going to weigh the same as this painting. Like, is there anything that's lying around that's not on a pressure sensor?
0: I think there are several items that approximate the size and weight of this painting that you could use. Okay. The trick is not in the object. It's in the delivery.
3: It's in the transfer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm going to grab something that I think weighs about the same as the painting. I kind of want it to be something comical.
0: You tell me what it is.
3: I think some kind of decorative houseplant would be the <laughs> funniest thing to transfer a painting so that I have this image in my head of like the next morning somebody comes in to open up the museum and like, did you do Why is there a houseplant sitting where this painting's supposed to be?
0: Give me an act under pressure and take plus one from your read a bad situation.
3: Yes going to be a nine
0: on a seven to nine i'm going to give you a worse outcome a hard choice or a price to pay i think you successfully make this transfer mm-hmm. as you're doing so however you have to get very close to this painting yeah and when you get very close to it you get the uncomfortable sensation that it is not looking at you per se but oriented towards you the lines and the contours of it all seem to flow your direction as you deftly place the houseplant on and take it off at the same time and pause with it just inches from your face, waiting for an alarm that does not come.
3: I'm beginning to revise my opinion of whether I like this painting.
2: Constance has not forgotten that JR owes some background on this. I hope Constance realizes
3: that I would like to not share this with fucking Dorian. Oh,
0: I mean,
2: nothing of importance can be said around Dorian. That's
3: just a given.
0: I think at this unspoken provocation, Dorian stands up and walks over, puts an arm around Leon and says, I mean, did you get anything useful about his location, potentially? No, nothing useful at all.
3: Nope, nothing nothing of, of note. Nothing... Nothing useful, because we're
2: just a bunch of fuck ups, aren't we, Dorian? <laughs> uh, we were, we were I handling. Mean, apparently, so we were handling the situation with the child. What did you gather in the meantime? What have you been up to? Share with the group. Oh, I just Dorian. got here. Okay.
0: Haven't had time to fuck anything up.
2: You're right. That's true. Go sleep in Elena, and huh? Fuck things up. Constance Ugh. starts looking around to see if if she can find <laughs> Leon's boss.
0: You're just like looking around.
2: Yeah, It just like. Please get me out of this conversation with Dorian. I know I need to talk to her anyway, so let me just look and see if I can
0: find her. Are you walking around or are you just kind of scanning the horizon?
2: Ah, scanning.
0: Uh, You do not see her. Mm
2: -hmm. Okay. Dang it.
0: Okay, so here's where we're at, as best as I can tell. We know it's the tall man, or at Mm -hmm. least we have a pretty reasonable idea. Mm -hmm. He is granting people's wishes, giving people what they want. Mm Mm-hmm. Do we know why?
1: Not entirely. We know there was a a deal with the kid to communicate a message, but the circle was still there, which in my experience means there's still a debt to be paid or still a deal in progress.
2: It sounds like he's trying to get our attention
0: and he's doing a good job of it. (laughs) If he's trying to get our attention, that doesn't sound good.
2: No, it's definitely not.
0: Is MIA.
2: Yeah, I was just about to ask you about her.
0: I mean, Alvin, I assume you told them what we heard from Fred. He hasn't heard from Eve all day.
1: I haven't. There was a whole Ferris wheel kid candy situation. But yeah, haven't heard from Eve all day. She's been uh she's been gone. And Fred's upset and pretty drunk. So really nobody is running hullabaloo right now, which I'm not that upset about in terms of hullabaloo, but we probably should find Eve because with everything else going on, I suspect bad news.
2: Yeah. I do too.
1: It doesn't sound great. No.
2: Cool. When was the last time you talked to Eve, Leon?
0: Earlier this week.
2: How did she seem?
0: Fine. I don't know. We were talking about a story. Just normal work stuff.
1: Fred also talked to her yesterday, I think, and seemed seemed normal, and she's just disappeared. Yeah. Um. Well, should we dispatch a crew to go check her house or something? Leon, if you know that address, can we send Daylight Society someone to go check up on that?
0: Yeah, no problem. I'll ask Jasper. Cecilia said she's on her way. Okay. Jasper didn't want to come to Hullabaloo, so he should be able to check on her.
3: It doesn't really seem like Jasper's kind of bag, <laughs> really, Hullabaloo. Mm-hmm. Not really. Both the word and the whole thing <laughs> seem He politely very, declined. Very not Jasper. What about, can you call her again? Like, right now?
0: Sure. He pulls out his phone and punches a few digits and dials rings several times and then you can hear, yeah, you've reached Eve's cell phone. If it's important, leave me a message. If not,
1: you know what to do. What do we do? Leon, what are we What are we supposed to do? Well,
0: if it's not important, you don't leave a message.
3: Oh. Yeah, I think we uh, all got that. Um, why don't you oh. just ask her to give her us a call back? We have some... Tell her you've got a story. Tell her you've got a story about a kid with candy hands who nearly wrecked the Ferris wheel. Hmm. <laughs> if that doesn't get her attention i don't know what
2: will i mean she'll just think that he's been having some fun at hullabaloo
0: eve i really need to talk to you we got some strange things happening at hullabaloo not like all the other times i've pitched you strange things just call me back
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's right we have to remember who the messenger is real this time
0: yeah leon hangs up and says Look, if she's not responding to Fred, she's definitely not going to respond to me. But we should stake out the main stage, even if she's ignoring the rest of the festival. She'd never let the artist think something was wrong. Okay. And Sarah steps up and says, I mean, if Eve's here, does anyone have anything that belongs to her? Maybe Alvin could track the scent down? Yeah. Ooh, Can very that nice a try.
3: job, Sarah. Thanks,
0: sis. And Dorian leans on Leon's shoulder and says, we would be better up just splitting into pairs and canvassing this whole place. Who knows where she's going to be?
3: Oh, eat shit, Dorian. <laughs> you know,
0: and I uh, could do both. Kristen pauses for a moment and says, I mean, if you can get her phone or Fred's phone, or even a system that's part of this festival network, I could probably access the documents related to the event. Yeah. Maybe that would give us a clue.
2: Yes, please. Hey,
1: do we know if there's like cameras set up here at the event?
2: Yeah. Where's your CCTV footage?
1: Leon kind of just shakes his head.
0: (laughs) Probably not. Yeah. Shrugs his shoulders. Okay. (laughs) Again, Leon has not done anything to organize this festival. (laughs) (laughs) So effectively, you have just been given four leads about trying to track down Eve. Uh, Leon suggests that you should go stick out the main stage to try to find her there. Sarah suggests that Alvin could maybe try to track her down if you all can find something that has her scent. Uh, Dorian suggested splitting up to just canvas the whole festival, basically, just cover the maximum area possible. And Kristen said that if you can get access to Eve's phone, Fred's phone, or some system, Mm -hmm. any like computer system or phone that's part of the festival network, Mm -hmm. that she might be able to access uh, some of the restricted files and get you some info.
3: Hey, boy wonder, why don't you and I go stake out the stage?
0: Sure. Yeah.
2: All right. Leanna and I are going to go stake out the main stage. I could end up trying to acquire a phone. Kristen said she just needed a cell phone, right?
0: Fred's or Eve's phone would be ideal, but really anyone who has access to the network. Stage manager or
2: Mm -hmm. someone
0: running the
1: band shows.
0: Yeah, that would probably work. Someone from
1: like event management, logistics.
2: Okay, so I mean, then I can join you guys in heading over to the stage and I'll just have a different Mm -hmm. mission.
1: Yeah, Sarah and I, we can go find Fred again, see if we can't get his phone or something of Eve's. Go sniffing around. Okay. You should take Kristen with you also, Constance.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kristen, you're with me.
1: Sounds good. And that leaves, uh, Dorian, I guess you're all by yourself. Yeah, why don't you- Good luck hunting, you know, good hunting.
2: Yeah, uh, Dorian, why don't you kind of roam around and just see if you find her?
0: Dorian shrugs and looks at Leon and Leon smiles and says, I mean, it's a good idea. (laughs) Uh, And Dorian smiles back and they have a quick kiss and then uh, he looks at you all and says, well- Good luck.
1: First a I thought Dorian would look back at Leon and be like, no, it isn't. Bye, anyways.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Dorian leaves because nobody wants him. There.
2: <laughs> Dorian's going to be the key to everything we're going to be forced to be be friends with him we're
1: going to be slow on all our mysteries and we're going to take a lot of extra damage because we don't want to talk to Dorian
2: look life is all about choices okay (laughs) I'm okay with those choices I'm super (laughs) duper okay with those choices
0: Constance and JR, you are making your way to the main stage with Kristen and Leon in tow.
3: Uh, so Leon, anything new since uh, our last conversation? Per the photographs, any anything anything of interest to share?
0: Nothing new on the evidence side. If you're talking about the conversation side, nothing there either. Oh. Did you? Tell the other two?
3: Not with everything that happened with Sarah. There just it wasn't a good time to bring it up. And frankly, with the feds in town, I've had some slightly more pressing concerns, if you understand what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, that agent Pax, they left me a voicemail, said they wanted to talk to me. Oh, I haven't called them back, but...
3: Okay, well, look, I'm not going to tell you what to say to a federal agent, because... And I'm not
0: going to ask questions because I don't want to know what happened.
3: There we go. Perfect. That is exactly the answer that I was looking for. But I would tell you, if you learn anything interesting, I'd appreciate you passing it along. And you might not want to elaborate on the particulars of our interpersonal relationship.
0: Yeah, no problem, Jer. I got your back. Thanks, Leon. Constance, do you want to have any conversation with Kristen on your way over?
2: So, uh, you can hack into anyone's? phone
0: not necessarily anyone's phone but if you give me access to the device in question i could probably get into it remote's a little bit more difficult but
2: Huh. Mm-hmm.
0: what about you how did you fall in with all this
2: oh yeah um hey why don't we share knowledge uh offline after we figure out what's going on here i'll happily fill i think you we are them. offline constance I mean, you know, off the clock, so to speak. Why don't we share share all that information off the clock? It's a long story, but the TLDR is basically I was born into a family that was involved in all this and I am oh, trying Okay. So that's to your learn... deal. Yeah.
0: Cuz he's the wolf and then she has the magic key and you're kind of like the legacy?
2: Yeah. It, yeah, yeah, sure. We'll we'll go with that. Okay. Cool. Um nice, great. Oh, that's you know what? That's a very positive attitude about what would normally freak a lot of people out. So kudos. You don't seem snotty about it. So no, no, it's actually quite terrifying. And um, that actually brings me to, uh, you know, maybe maybe we can talk later about you helping me break into my family's cell phones.
0: Happy to do it for the right price.
2: Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. I see. I thought this was more of like a Try to find out the truth of our town, do it for the common good thing, but...
0: We can factor the right price into the common good.
2: Sure. Ha- You're an interesting cookie, Kristen. We're going to have to um, Thank you. unravel you a little more later. I'm, I'm, you have a very interesting way of looking at the world. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. Great, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll have you over. You'll learn all about my 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 safe haven, which, hey, you know, maybe knocks a couple of bucks off the price too. Knowing you have a place to go that's safe from the big bads out there, we'll talk about it later.
0: Assuming all this is real, sounds great. <laughs>
2: I think at this point, Constance is so used to this type of experience with all the Daylight Society folks and just generally that I think she just kind of yeah, smiles. Yeah, once per arc at least. <laughs> yeah, that she just kind of smiles and smirks and goes, yeah, I guess we'll see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that actually shuts Kristen up, just the finality of it. The confidence. hmm Yeah. <laughs> so the four of you arrive at the main stage. Although the headliner has not started yet and still in the warm up act, there's still a pretty sizable crowd gathered. And the the main stage is quite large. It's a it's a real production. Uh, What do you do?
3: I think we should try and see if we can get
2: backstage, see if there's anything there. And I mean, backstage is where we're going to find any stage manager anyway for us. Yeah. Why don't we try and get backstage? Don't I have a VIP pass?
0: I believe you have four VIP passes. (laughs) So this
2: should be pretty easy.
0: Yeah, so the four of you make your way off to the side of the main stage. You know, there's kind of the accoutrement to either end, and there's a small but flamboyant sign that says VIP, and there's a very, very large bouncer standing outside of it, and you present your VIP tickets to him, uh, and he waves you inside.
2: I right. do I was... Uh... Those.
3: That's what
0: happens when you're prepared. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, this is
2: quite literally the easiest we've ever had at it. Don't uh, I like turn to Kristen? This is not normal. Just, just don't want you to get too oh. comfortable with this.
0: You don't normally have really sick hookups at music festivals.
2: Nope, hundred percent no.
0: <laughs> oh, that's honestly a little bit of a disappointment. But this is cool. <laughs>
2: that's fair.
0: So there's like a. There's a small sort of temporary structure that's been erected behind the stage and outside there is a pa standing there young man probably early 20s and uh he inspects your vip passes and says hey nice to meet you my name's lance i'll be uh, taking you on your tour i'll be accompanying you backstage here uh can i get anyone a water fizzy still sparkling carbonated beverage of any variety we have some granola some nice chopped fruit any anything i can get any of you before we go backstage
2: yeah i'd love a
3: lacroix yeah let's get some snacks
0: why did i proffer you snacks (laughs) Snacks. you
3: should have known better Uh, okay uh, uh, lance
0: furnishes you with all the snacks that you could desire
3: thank you
2: lance (laughs) now is lacroix included as a snack okay all right just checking Okay.
3: I would like to, uh, Lance. We got recommended the the VIP passes by uh, Eve. What the fuck is Eve's last name?
0: Leon steps in and says, Eve Marquette.
3: Yeah. Have you seen her recently? We really wanted to thank her for the passes, but oh, she's not answering her cell phone, and you know it's kind of hard to thank somebody if you won't pick up their cell phone or answer their text. Am I right, Leon? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I thought we were past this.
3: What? Past what?
0: I forgot my phone in the first step, mystery. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a mystery two ago.
3: No, but.
0: I thought you were zinging Leon. No, yeah, I thought so no. too. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Leon-
3: I thought no, you were Leon. giving him I was- shit. I thought no. you were dunking on him. No, I was not, Leon, I was not trying to dunk on you. I mean, you have terrible a lady taste in romantic forgets. partners, yeah.
0: but I was not
3: trying to dunk on you. I'm sorry. I will dunk you on you about other things. Can you please give Dorian a chance? No, He's I will really not. Sweet. No, I will not. I refuse. I will not give him a chance. He is terrible. I know you love him, but... <sighs>
0: he doesn't like being antagonized. He's a really good guy.
3: Then don't antagonize me! Anyway, sorry, Lance, you just like walked right into the middle of a very delicate interpersonal situation between me and my friend's boyfriend. So, you know, it's very sorry. Anyway, what I was Lance saying, Lance. Like, can
0: I interest anyone in like a mojito? I feel like a mojito would really it like, would, but mellow Lance, out this situation.
3: Lance, have you, at Lance, and I, I feel like I can call you Lance. Have you seen
0: Eve? I mean, or I did just... ask you to call me Lance.
3: Okay, good. <laughs> it's the but... only
0: name I gave you.
3: Lance. Lance. It would be
0: weird if you called me something else. I mean, I, I, it actually does happen a lot with the performers, but my name is Lance, so please call me Lance. that I, would make me immensely happy.
3: Lance, 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 Lance. I will yes. call you Lance. Have you seen Eve recently?
0: Uh, yeah, she was back here like an hour ago. Uh, she was checking in, I think, on all the different performers and making sure everything was ready in their room. Really? Yeah.
2: Interesting. So you saw you saw Eve?
0: Hmm. Huh.
2: Could we perchance borrow your phone for a moment? We, we've we been getting some uh, reports oh, from other definitely people not in, the, sorry. <laughs> in the park. Um,
3: Can't
0: do that. Mm, definitely need that phone. Sorry. But like maybe some fresh olives and grapes? I
2: will
0: Where take is- this
2: fresh olives and grapes. Thank you very much. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> do we see do we see his cell like does he have one of those walkie talkie cell phone things?
0: I mean he does have a walkie talkie on his um side, yeah, okay,
2: but we don't see where his cell phone is. It's not no. like out readily in like his back pocket no okay, hey Lance, are you the stage manager here?
0: stage manager? Oh no, no, I'm just the p a for the talent here.
2: oh, can you direct us to the stage manager?
0: Sure, I can see if she's busy or not. Hold on, and he Moves at like a fast walking pace down the hall uh, and walking. turns a corner and disappears <laughs> about where the back of the stage would be.
2: These olives are real good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I created a character specifically to just give you all the snacks.
2: I mean, not Thank all, all we've ever Thank
3: wanted. Thank you Quinn. Quinn. It's,
2: it's all we've ever wanted. And now I really do want olives. um, quick look around, see if you don't find someone's jacket or something. Someone must have tossed something back here that has like a cell phone in it.
0: So to be clear, you're at the entrance to just to set the scene a little bit more. You're at the entrance to a hallway. And as the hallway goes further down, there are basically green rooms for the different performers. Mm. So there's nothing really in the immediate vicinity where you're at aside from a small stool that Lance was sitting on.
2: Oh, I see. Okay. Well, Kristen, I, I think we should uh, we should go explore some of those green rooms, eh?
0: Absolutely, I've always wanted to snoop around lifestyles of the rich and the famous.
2: <laughs> you are just just an enigma wrapped inside of a Saran wrap birthday present, aren't you?
0: She winks at you. <laughs>
2: um, Jr, I don't I don't know if uh, you're all going to hang out around here, but if I obviously, if we find her, we'll give you the signal. I would like to, while they're off sneaking
3: around to some green rooms, is there anything else in this area that is a potential clue? Or is it just like a huge spread from craft services that I can just... Dive face first into.
0: <laughs> to be clear, there's no like spread here. This is like a very small foyer into the larger backstage area. Okay. When Lance proffered you snacks, he ducked into a, like the nearest room and got you something.
3: Maybe we should investigate the snack room.
2: Leave no just, stone unturned.
3: I'm just saying, I'm very hungry. I did save a Ferris wheel that got turned into gingerbread. You know, maybe she's in the snack room.
0: <laughs> Leon's like, <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, I'm, I guess I'm kind of hungry.
3: I'm very hungry. Okay, thank you. It's important to stay well fed and monster hydrated.
2: Monster hunting is a calorie
0: Hey, folks, Quinn here. Thanks for tuning into episode 27 of Monster Hour, where the real monster is getting all the snacks you ever wanted and realizing it won't actually help you solve the mystery. A special thank you to everyone who's been sharing the show with their friends, family, coworkers, and fellow cult members. Ratings, reviews, and recommendations really are the best way to help new folks find out about the show and get them interested, and we really appreciate your help introducing us to new people. And don't forget that if you tweet about the show using hashtag MonsterHourPod, you might wind up with a character named after you. Characters like Candy Kid Gavin, named after at DeltaSovereign on Twitter. Our spooky spotlight this week is Rolling Misadventures, an anthology of comically misfortunate tales told through different playsets of Fiasco.
1: I'm JDC053, a confused clone without any pants. Uh, I'm James Not-A-Cop, who is definitely not a cop.
2: I'm Tobias Clutterbuck, a terrible Victorian actor.
0: I'm Action 6
1: news reporter Chet Cleveland.
0: I'm star of
1: the
3: stage
0: Helen Slaymaker.
2: And I'm Lieutenant Starburst Cheez It Taco Bell Esquire, the third.
1: And this is Rolling Misadventures, a podcast that's part tabletop real play, part improvised audio drama,
2: and a complete and total fiasco.
1: Join us every two weeks for stories of mayhem, murder, and occasionally a moose. So check out Rolling Misadventures and see how it all goes wrong at rollingmisadventures.com
2: or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Dick <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's it for me, folks. Stay tuned for episode 28 of Monster Hour coming at you June 30th. See you then. Alvin, you and Sarah are making your way back to the Rosé Garden. Mm -hmm. And you see Fred is chatting up a very attractive looking man Mm -hmm. and doing a really poor job of it. The other man looks very uncomfortable at Fred's obvious inebriation mm-hmm. and uh, is trying. Appears to be trying to find a way to extricate himself from the situation.
1: Alvin bellows across the rose garden.
0: Fred, hey!
1: Wave, wave, wave. Fred turns very slowly. Alvin, we're back. Alvin! We're back. Alvin! Did you save me hey, some? Buddy. Did you save me some rose? I got another bottle. Rose the day away.
0: I already did, but you can join me.
1: Yeah, of course. What can I I do for you two? Listen, Alvin's going to come up and sidle on in next to Fred, take a swig just straight from the rosé bottle, and then say, listen, Fred, we're trying to fix this for you, buddy. We're trying to find Eve. Remember?
0: Yeah, I remember.
1: Yeah. Now, if you could just give us a hand real quick, could I just borrow your phone lickety-split to copy her number so that we can try to track her down?
0: Give me a manipulate someone.
1: Snap. Dang. Shoot. There it goes. An eight. Ha. Ah. <laughs> hey, there you go. Nine minus one. On a seven and nine,
0: they'll do it, but only if you do something for them right now to show them that you mean it.
1: Yeah. I take another, the, the swig of the rosé and just be like, listen, I know she's done you real dirty and we're we're helping you out here. We're going to find her. We're going to get her back here and we're going to have her take over the rest of the festival so you can you can take the rest of it off. That sound good?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here it is. And he like kind of fumbles it into
1: your hands. I take it and then I, I hand it over to Sarah and just be like, I'm, I'm just real cluts with these. Sarah, you know, technology, young people, phones and stuff. I don't know. I'm like 21. <laughs> just copy the numbers off of here. Look for Eve. And then Alan's going to turn around and, and just try to talk Fred's ear off in a distracting way.
0: Tell me, Quinn, what your plan is here.
1: My plan is to have him forget that he gave it to us. Okay. I'm asking about how the festival is. Has he seen any bands? Tell me about that guy you were just talking about. What a looker, huh? And he turns around and the guy is gone. And he's like,
0: oh, man, he was. He was so pretty.
1: Yeah. Did you get his name? What was he I What was he doing here at Honolulu? I... Is he from Firmament?
0: I don't think so.
1: All right, buddy. Well, you know. There's more pretty fish out in the sea.
0: I like pretty fish, Alvin.
1: Hey, how you doing? Do you want to switch to a different garden? I mean, I know there's the Rosé garden here, but I was just over at the beer garden on the other side of the festival. I think there's a couple of them. Let's other take a walk, gardens. Alvin. Let's, let's do. Let's go
0: it. let's take a little walk. I don't like beer, but let's go for a walk. That
1: sounds, that sounds great. great. Let's go for a walk. Uh Sarah, if you wouldn't mind just like going and finding Constance JR, I think they're looking for Eve too and give her a little nudge nudge wink wink.
0: She smiles very broadly and winks at you. I don't think there's any reason to make you roll for this. I think you got the phone, which is the hard part, and mm-hmm. I think you just uh, take Fred on a little walk. Yeah,
1: I'm running distraction for a while. And Sarah jogs off to the main stage. Mission accomplished, and I get to tour all the gardens.
0: <laughs> Woo! All the goose gardens.
1: <laughs> Was there anything you wanted to talk with Fred about in particular? Um, or you just you two just kind of like broing out. Kind of just broing out. Just trying to just. Dis- uh distract him from what's going on get him get him moving i think the only other thing that alvin would ask about is if he had i'm trying to think of a not weird way to ask if he has anything that smells like eve <laughs> okay okay maybe it comes up naturally you know how these things come up naturally where i'm talking about we're working from garden to garden we're talking about whatever bad bands or something and i'm like hey you know what smells weird have you ever noticed Eve kind of smells weird? Do you have anything that smells like
0: Eve? I think if you want to do this, it's going to be another manipulate someone for yeah, sure. Yeah, this one
1: probably is. That's, that rings true. Oh, heck yeah. That's an 11 minus one. Woo! That's a 10. Dang. That's Holy a 10. Shit. That's the most charmingest, charming thing that Alvin's ever done.
2: Yeah, seriously. Okay.
0: So for a manipulate someone to work, you have to offer them something in return. So I think yeah. Fred, as you're on your walk towards the beer garden, mm-hmm. he's like, She gave me her purse to hold on to. Can you believe it? anyway, yeah, I mean I've got her purse, but why do you why do you want it?
1: Oh, uh, it's just a bet. What? I got a I got a bet going with my, my kid sister. You know how it we're trying to see how much of Eve we can find before the other person. So this gets me a It'd be real helpful.
0: Alvin, hmm? that's kind of creepy,
1: man. In hindsight, it is, but only because you know about it. If it's just the two of us, it's just a friendly bet. Bets. Well, I'd love to learn.
0: I mean, like, you can't have it, but he, I mean, is he, and he like, I think Fred's got a backpack mm-hmm. and he pulls it off of his shoulder and unslings it and pulls out a small clutch mm-hmm. and it's like i mean you can look at it i guess but you can't take it i can't i can't give
1: i can't give
0: you eve's purse
1: that's good fred you know you're a good friend you've really been done dirty in this whole you're situation a good friend thank you you know i don't hear that nearly often enough you're the best
2: oh my goodness
1: <laughs> and while while he's just kind of going like, no, you're a good friend. No, you're a good friend. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Alvid will just like zip it open real quick and kind of rifle through and waft some of that scent. Definitely. You get a, good get a good whiff. Signature.
0: You've got a good print to go on.
1: Once I got that pretty well situated in my head, I'll be like, all right, well, oh, while I'm doing that, I guess anything in this clutch? Yeah, I'm not going to have you roll here. I think it's mostly just like sundries okay, and some cash. Yeah, I'll just zip it back up, pass it back, be like... This helps more than you know, bud. I hope you win the bet. Me too, you know? She always beats me on those things. I am bad at making bets, aren't I? Sisters, right? Hey, that's right. You stay here, and we'll come check in with you on what we find. Sound good? Okay. All right, Fred. JR.
0: Yes. You and Leon are waiting in the entryway to the backstage area, the hallway before the green rooms. And Lance comes back with a woman in her late forties. Definitely has like an aging punk vibe.
3: Awesome. Love the aesthetic.
0: And she walks up and says, Howdy, I'm Trixie. What can I do for you all?
3: We had heard that you had seen Eve Marquette recently. We're looking for her. Were you the one who talked to her?
0: Uh I mean I did talk to her. She was in here about an hour ago.
3: Can you tell me the substance of the conversation?
0: Pretty normal stuff for producer and stage manager. Just wanted to check in and make sure the lineup was looking good. Made sure we were all set for the primetime performance tonight.
3: Were there any changes that she was asking for?
0: Why don't you give me a role to manipulate someone?
3: All right, what will convince her to do what I want?
0: I think Trixie takes bribes. Yeah. She's not going to muck around with any kind of nonsense, but if there's no harm in telling you, then... If you, you know, slip her uh, probably a hundred, she'll tell Ooh, you. Steep. Ooh, steep.
3: Well, it's a 10. So do you think she'd do it for 50? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the onus is on you to make the initial offer. She strikes you as the type who would tell you if you slipped her something. So all right, what do you do?
3: And look at her. I kind of squint my eyes and pull out a $50 bill. I just set it down on the table with my hand on it. And I go, did she have any last minute changes, any new acts, anything that you didn't discuss?
0: She uh, sets one finger on the table on the dollar bill and kind of like starts to pull it. You didn't hear nothing from me. Of course not. You understand? Oh, no. But, and she pulls the bill over towards her.
3: I take my hand off of it.
0: I don't know how familiar you are with Hullabaloo, but day one headliner, it's always the locals only show. Local talent showcase. Well, Eve flexed it out last minute. She switched in a new act.
3: Hmm. Who's the new act?
0: I hadn't really heard of them. Don't get the impression they're really even big here, but... um uh, What is it? Roots in the Air?
3: Isn't that...
0: That is Jenny's that's,
3: band. That's um, Jenny's band, Roots hmm. in the Air. Okay. Thank you very much, Trixie. I appreciate your cooperation.
0: Absolutely. I mean, if you're looking to catch them, you better hurry fixing to go on here in the next 10 minutes hmm. let's
3: do that mm-hmm. leon why don't we go talk to roots in the air do you cover music on your beat don't you leon
0: i think trixie looks at the two of you now i thought you all were just vip folks are you saying you're reporters <laughs>
3: Leon likes to cover music for a local blog and
0: um mm, I mean he's uh, a fan. Yeah,
3: yeah. But he's also I'm here.
0: gonna have to kindly ask you to leave.
3: I'm sorry. Why?
0: You all didn't disclose you were reporters and uh we don't allow anyone backstage as press without a press pass, so I'm gonna have to ask you to go out and get credentials properly if you're gonna stay.
3: Fine. <laughs> Look, I don't feel like fighting with somebody because yeah. I have a cotton candy hand, but I'm not <laughs> happy about this situation. Fine. Leon, let's go.
0: Lance, so you see these two out? Yes, of course, Trixie. Could I get you like-
3: More snacks? Yes, you can get me more snacks. Yeah. yeah. I'm terribly sorry about mm-hmm. this. Yeah, you can get- I'm very me. sorry for
0: the confusion. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, you can get me a lot I'm sure more snacks. sure you can get this press
0: pass situation sorted out right away. We'll get you right back in there. Don't even worry about it. It'll be okay. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry again. Thank you so much for your support of the festival.
3: Leon, you need to text Constance right now about this changeup.
0: He's already got his phone out.
3: He's, okay. like texting.
1: <laughs> He's a good sidekick.
3: He is a good sidekick. God damn it. It's not my sidekick. <laughs> he definitely
2: is.
0: Constance and Kristen... You are exploring the green rooms backstage. Is there any particular method that you're employing?
2: My first thought is like, all right, she's checking on the talent. I know this festival. I know that normally it's a local band first. So I think I'm probably looking for the like headliners green room and, you know, just seeing if, if any door is just left ajar.
0: Yeah, so there are several green rooms that are open. Okay. They don't appear to be occupied. It looks like acts that have been on earlier in the day. Some of them have been mostly cleaned up. A few of them are more recently used. But I think you are able to find the locals-only headliner room. Mm -hmm. And on the outside, you see locals-only band
1: name. Jumping Jacks.
2: The Royal Jumping Jacks. (laughs) Bats. (laughs) Bats. Bats.
1: Big bats.
2: Big bats. Big bats. Big Big bats bats, big band.
1: Wait. Big bats, big bag. Big band.
2: Just big bats band. Just
3: big bats band. Yeah, there we go. That's it. I like it. it. (laughs) I'm sorry, Quinn. That's the name of the
2: band. I'm imagining some very cool t-shirts where the B is like smudged, so it's three B's. Yes. (laughs) There's some good stuff.
0: (laughs) So you arrive at the door to the locals only headliners room. The sign says Locals Only, Just Big Bats Band.
2: Yes. Ooh, my favorite. (laughs) I love them. (laughs) Is it open? Is the door ajar? No. Okay.
0: The door is shut.
2: I look at Kristen and I go, you seem like you can follow a lead. And then I just burst through the door, assuming it's open.
0: You throw the door open uh, and there are five people standing inside and they look at you with sudden surprise and shock.
2: Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm so sorry. Um, I really, really, really need to use the bathroom. And then I kind of just like look around frantically.
0: Constance? And you recognize Jenny.
2: <gasps> hey, hey.
0: What are you doing here?
2: You're headlining? Congratulations.
0: It was last minute, but yeah, we got the opportunity to headline. headlines. So we're we're going to be the locals only spotlight. I, I really can't believe it.
2: That's so exciting. How did you find out? Sounds like it was a whirlwind.
0: It's kind of a crazy story, actually. We um, we were playing Prospects Night over at the Prospector, and <laughs> we met a label guy. You know, Prospects Night, like people sometimes come and listen. It's where the Lumineers got their start. We were playing, and afterwards, he came up and was like, hey, do you want to play at Hullabaloo? And we said yes.
2: Wow, that's amazing, I don't want to impede on your moment, this is a big moment. I'm just thinking back to my times at the Prospector, is this that tall Gumby looking dude?
0: Tall Gumby looking dude, what?
2: So that's a no. No. There's multiple talent agents running around our town right now?
0: I mean, I don't know what guy you're talking about. This guy was like a little bit younger, he had like a, like an old timey suit on, pinstripes, kind of loose fitting. And uh a black fedora and a guitar. definitely not a tall, lanky guy. hmm huh. but I mean Constance,'m I'm, I'm glad you're here to support me. This means a lot
2: yeah i'm I'm super excited and hey, I, you know i'm I'm here for you. you know, my, my friend Kristen here we you know, this is such a big moment. We don't want to rain on it, but uh we can be here Ding. and help you with anything
0: well, as you're talking, your phone dings. And you realize that you've just gotten a text message.
2: I read it really quickly.
0: It says, last minute change up. Roots in the air subbed in at Eve's request from Leon.
2: Okay. I pass the phone to Kristen so she can see it too. I look very sincerely into Jenny's eyes and I grab her hand like a friend, like being, you know, emotionally supportive. I am so happy for you for this moment, but I'm also looking at her hand to see if there's anything on her hand. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: <laughs> you clasp her hand in yours and you turn it over and you see that there's no mark on there.
2: Hmm. Okay. Well hey, super jazzed for you. I did run in here because I really needed to pee. Do you guys have one of those fancy you're a headliner now. You got your own private bathroom.
0: Oh yeah, it's in the back. Go ahead.
2: Oh my gosh, thank you. <laughs> uh and and Kristen actually uh and I look at Kristen kind of couldn't Fused about whether I am I should... a
0: huge fan of yours. I just gotta say, the Forest and Silence EP, breathtaking. <laughs> and Jenny smiles broadly. <laughs> <Aww>.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna run into the bathroom and I'm going to text Leon back. Not Gumby, got Jenny's band the gig, no ring, no symbol on the hand. And then I'm trying to like listen to hear what Kristen how Kristen's doing in the clutch here.
0: Kristen and Jenny are having like a nice conversation about Roots in the Air and their music. And then you hear Lance's voice. It's time to go. You all ready? I mean, as ready as we'll ever be. (laughs) Let's go. And Roots in the Air starts heading out onto the stage. Alvin. Yes. You, I assume, are making your way back to the main stage as well.
1: I think Alvin actually might try to follow the scent while he's got it clear in his head he sent sarah back to the main stage to find constance and Kristen with the because she's got fred's phone but alvin's got the scent fresh in his head and i think he's gonna try to track that down and try to follow that while it's there before he loses it
0: okay give me a roll to investigate a mystery and take your plus one for using your shapeshifter you bet shit six you're meandering through the festival. Mm-hmm. You're not utterly lost. It's not like suddenly your nose stops working because you failed a roll. <laughs> but it's slower going than you expect. Yeah. There's a lot of smells here. There are. And when you really try to take them in to like track one specific one, mm-hmm. it's difficult.
1: There's a lot of really strong smells or a lot of really yeah, a lot of corn dogs, <laughs> smelly smells.
0: And uh, you know you're making slow going when your phone rings and it is Chief Stony. Oh. A partner?
1: Oh,
3: boy. Alvin?
0: Hey, Stanley. Yeah, oh, hi. Oh, boy. What's up? Listen, I. You
1: don't usually call me.
0: No, I don't have JR's latest number. Oh. Uh... Hey, listen, I got to warn y'all. That Ferris wheel is blowing up. We're deploying some police to the festival, but you got a bigger problem. Uh huh. Agent Pax, they're heading your way.
1: Oh, shit. Fuck. I mean, shoot. I mean, oh, darn. <laughs> it's not a crime to swear, right? <laughs> no. You're fine, Alvin. Okay, good. Custom's not a crime. I'll uh, I got to let everyone know real fast then. Thanks for the heads up. Anything else? No, they're probably going to be there in in 15-20 minutes. Eight. Okay. Yeah. Great. You know? Hey. It's cool talking with you. Bye, Alvin. Okay, bye. I immediately call Constance, I think, because that's an easier number to get to. Hello? Constance, it's Alvin. Is JR near you?
2: No, Okay. but she's with Leon.
1: Okay, I'll call them separately. Got news. Cops and Agent Packs are inbound to our location in about 15 minutes. So whatever you got going on, we got to probably wrap it up pretty quick or we're going to get bogged down.
2: Are they looking for us? Who knows? Cool. Thanks. You bet. Bye.
1: Hang up. Call Leon. Hey, Elvin. What's, Leon. What's going on? JR with you? Yep. Great. We got a bit of a problem. We've got... Oh, uh, hey, Sarah. Good. She's there too. Excellent. We've got police and FBI inbound to our location in about 15, 20 minutes. So whatever you got going on, you got to wrap it up. Liggity split. JR, Alvin says the cops and the FBI are coming.
3: Ah, shit. Phew! <laughs>
0: <laughs> JR. Yes? Having received this news, yes. uh, Sarah has also arrived and she delivers Fred's phone to you and Leon.
3: Fuck. I have to get out of here.
0: You got to leave now? Yeah! JR, like, we're about to crack this thing open. You've dealt with the cops before. This isn't the the cops.
1: Alvin says, I know JR probably is trying to leave right now, and it might be a good idea because we're on camera and, like, social media and stuff, so we're going to be suspect numero uno for whatever's going on.
3: Sarah, it's not that I want to leave. If I don't get out of here, I might not see you guys again. And whatever progress you make... It's going to get bogged down in answering questions about how you know me and what I've told you about anything, which, by the way, is nothing. You don't know me. Do You understand? You don't know me. You've literally never heard the letters J and R together in a word. So the idea of that, seems that, being, a name, that being a name for somebody is just like crazy. Like, who would call themselves Jared? That's wild. It's wild. By the way, this exists in a universe where Dallas, the TV show, never happened. So that cultural touchstone, (laughs) uh, just so so we're all clear, I'm I'm right conning this into the firmament universe. (laughs) Dallas never happened. Anyway, it's not that I want to leave, but I got the heat on me real bad. This is the longest time I've stuck around any place. And frankly, I'm starting to understand why I leave everywhere else a lot sooner. Look, something funky's going on. Roots in the air. Jenny's band wasn't supposed to be performing. I'm a little worried that something bad will happen. Talk to Leon. His boyfriend sucks, but he's a good guy. Sorry. I mean, Leon is there with Sorry, <laughs> Leon, you. Sorry, know Leon. You know how I feel about Dorian.
0: I just wish you would give Dorian a chance.
2: Oh, I don't want to.
0: <laughs> he's been trying to help you all. No,
2: he hasn't. I beg to differ. I'm he not even there. He is not. Beg to
3: differ. He is not. He is not. We will have this discussion at a later point. I understand that he's a very important person to you, Leon. We'll discuss this later. I'll prepare a presentation. He's been helping me
0: try to figure out what's going on in the lab.
3: Oh, God. Fu-
1: Wait, what? He's like, oh, that's very good, too. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sometimes it's hard to notice toxic people unless someone else points them out.
3: (laughs) We do want to know what's going on in the lab. Look, you've got all the information you've had. I've got to get out of here. I'll see you guys in a bit. I don't know when. Hopefully back at Constance's place.
0: Uh, I mean, okay.
3: Look, Alvin understands this too. I'm just asking you to trust me here. Okay, JR. And with that, I take off into the well, it's not nighttime, it's like dusk time.
0: Sunset, basically.
3: I'm going to go lose myself in the crowd of hullabaloo and sneak out.
0: JR, you take off into the crowd, and as you're worming your way through, trying to remain inconspicuous, mm. you hear a familiar voice come onto the amplifiers. Hello, good evening, firmament. I'm your mayor, Ravenna Chamberlain. <clears throat> Are you all having a good hullabaloo? And the crowd cheers. No. It is my distinct honor to introduce our locals-only headliner, Roots in the Air! And you turn to see Jenny and the rest of her band strut out on stage.
3: Do they look really cool? They look really cool. They
0: look really fucking cool. Yeah, I thought so. And Jenny picks up the microphone and says, Are you ready for a moment? And the crowd cheers even louder. (laughs) Are you ready for Roots in the Air? and you feel the energy around you start to change.